0: You're listening to Likely Story on Sunrise Robot. Find out how you can support us at sunriserobot.net slash support. Welcome to episode three of Likely Story on Sunrise Robot. I'm your host, Shelby. And I'm your other host, Polly. So since we got our podcast up and running, I've had a few people ask about our logo or our album art, um, and so I thought we could just address that pretty quickly today, and other than being a beautiful and fun um, colors, some nice gradient, there's also a dog and a cat on the album art, and this explanation is um, not revolutionary because it's very simple. Um, <laughs> I, Shelby... I am a dog person, and Polly, you are a cat person.
1: I would just like to clarify and say that I am an animal person. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to all creatures, big and small. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> um, we, we just don't have a dog yet because we don't have a yard, so yeah, it, it wouldn't be fair to have a little pooch. But we have um, two kitties. <laughs> Yes,
0: you do. Do you? Do you want to tell us about them?
1: I think I'll tell you about them. Um, to, to preface, I was told that I'm only allowed to tell two stories, so <laughs> I did institute storytelling <laughs> rules. So I'm sorry that this won't be as all encompassing as I'm sure many of you would want it to be. Um, high, high demand, I'm sure. I know there's high demand. <laughs> I know it. Um So I have Rona, who I – so I moved to Colorado in the very, very beginning of January of 2010, like January 2nd I got here. Um, and I lived with a few different friends across the state, um, and as soon as I got a job and my own apartment – um I got Rona. <laughs> so as soon as I had furniture in my apartment, I was at the Dumb Friends League <laughs> adopting Rona. Nice. Um and she is a tortie tabby cat. Is that a real thing? No, yeah, sure. She's small, tie-colored.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know what these cat terms mean.
1: Um and she talks a lot. So she meows all of the time. <laughs> um when she wants fed, when she wants to go outside, when she wants to be lifted up above something that she can't jump to. So that's my story about Rona, is that, so she used to not be a morning cat, like she would be the grumpy, like, Maw. like oh, awesome. I'll go eat my breakfast and go back to bed type yeah. cat. Um, but recently, for whatever reason, she has taken to the mornings and now is like joyful and yelling and prancing around. Until, like, a certain point where she's like, all right, I'm done with this. <laughs> like, like, it's like want- <laughs> a small burst of energy and then yeah. it's done? <laughs> <laughs> Basically. And then she stands, her Her new favorite place is to to sleep on top of um, our stacked washer and dryer. We have uh, spare oh, pillows yeah. up there. Mm-hmm. And she can't jump up there by herself. I think she's tried and caught on to something and, and fallen. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So now she just paces in front of the washing machine, yelling, <laughs> just screaming at the top of her lungs. And then as soon as you go to lift her, she's like, climb to get, to, not me, but like climb. To get up, the, like trying to climb. Yeah, to get up there. And then she gets up there and she like nestles herself down and like just oh my gosh. starts purring and has this like blissful look on her face. So, that's my morning routine with Rona right now. Okay. All right. <laughs> Story one complete. Story- <laughs> I get at least one more, right? Yes, for a total of two. <laughs> okay. Um, so, my other cat is Odie, and he is an orange tabby. Um, we will have pictures of them in the show notes, because I know you guys want to see them, because they're awesome. So, Odie, we got him... Um, In December of 2013, after I begged and begged and begged and begged John to let me get another kitty, (laughs) (laughs) and I fell in love with Odie, and I'm actually just going to tell the story of adopting him, Um, but we went to the shelter, and John's never had a kitten, so I really wanted him to experience the joys of kittens, because they're, they're like puppies, but not as big of pains in the butt. That's an interesting way to describe it. I will say kittens are adorable. Yes. They hop instead of... Fr- they're amazing. <laughs> and they're little fuzz balls.
0: <laughs> all right. All right.
1: <laughs> so... But December is not kitten season at mm. all. June oh, and, like, spring is more of kitten season. Um, the middle <laughs> of winter is, is, is not really when cats, um, you know. So... We go to the shelter. We actually had seen two kittens at um, Petco, which they partner with local... Um, shelters, so it's oh, okay. all adoption. Okay. Um, and we'd seen two kittens there that I was like, oh my gosh, we have to get these kittens. <laughs> and so, like, John got out of work and, like, spr- he works in Boulder, so he doesn't have the commute. He's, like, sprinted over to the Petco, and they were already spoken for. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, we're getting a cat tonight. I don't I don't care. Like, <laughs> I, we've decided we're getting a cat tonight. We are getting a cat. Okay. So we go to the Humane Society, and there's just not a lot of cats in general, which I guess is a good thing. Yeah. um, The Boulder Humane Society. But, um, we, so we get there, and we're looking for young cats, and there's some, there's some cute cats, and of course, I love them because they're all amazing. But then John found this eight-month-old orange tabby boy. Mm cowering in the corner of his cage oh my gosh um and i was like we have to see him (laughs) and they bring us they bring him to us and they've wrapped him up in his cat bed okay he is just shaking with fear like he does not know what to do with himself and they're like we really think that he's gonna be like a lovely cat once he's adjusted this just isn't a good environment and i'm like okay it's fine give me the kitty we will save him and bring him into our home (laughs) and i i get him and i put him on my lap and he like melts into me oh my god and he's still shaking but like he's letting me pet him and he's not aggressive at all and i i'm like we have to get this cat And I hand him over to John, and he's, like, still cowering, but he lays in John's lap and curls up. I'm like, we we have to get him. And he was like, John was like, I don't want a scaredy cat. I don't want a cat that hides under the bed all the time. I'm like, he's not going to do that. And, yes, I started to cry. Um, And John was like, are you sure this isn't just because you have a cat in your lap? I'm like, no, it's him. If it's not us, who will take him? (laughs) I'm going to just insert
0: one quick opinion, which is that I'm going to side with John. You could have put any cat in your lap and you would have wanted to take it. There was another cat
1: across the way that was really active and like playing and jumping around. I'm like, I don't want that cat. Oh, my gosh. I really, I knew, okay. and I knew right. he was going to be special. And he is I, special. He is, and now he is awesome. He still is a little weary of strangers. Yeah. However, I had a friend stay over last Friday night, and he didn't hide. Oh, that's he, good. He just hung out, and yeah. it didn't take any warming up. Period. Usually, it takes a little warming up. Yeah. No, he's great. He's cuddly. He lays on my lap all the time, and he's really sweet and has a cute face that I'll put in the show notes. <laughs> they're awesome I promise to keep you updated on the adventures of my cats as Shelby allows me to do so (laughs) and then as soon as other animals get introduced into my life like dogs and a goat maybe a bunny (laughs) rabbit I would like a mini farm actually it's a life goal I don't
0: know I run a tight (laughs) ship over here we'll see what's allowed
1: All right, I talked enough about my cats I'm sorry what's going on in your life you don't have to apologize (laughs) I can't um, wait till you have a cat. I, I know. We have – there will be
0: cats and dogs, and they'll happen at some point. Um, the, one, the one thing I wanted to tell you about was on Wednesday, my – to some degree, <laughs> my faith in humanity was restored. <laughs> Yay! Um, it had been a very rough day and a very like, wah-wah, everything's hopeless, <laughs> nothing's going to turn out kind of day. And then um, – Wednesday, a huge snowstorm hit, uh, kind of right at the end of the day, a lot harder than I think most people were expecting and a lot sooner into the drive home than folks were expecting. I sneaked
1: away. It was yes. like one thirty, and I'm like, it wasn't supposed to start snowing yet. So I am getting out of here Yeah, <laughs> I that, finish my day at home.
0: <laughs> that was very smart. Um, so I left my office and I do not have a car that is made well for lots of snow or lots of ice. And I had to um, drive up this not incredibly steep or long hill. It's just a block um, for those in the Denver area. It's just the one block on 16th from Lincoln to Sherman. And uh, because of where my parking garage is, I had to I had to go up this hill to like get home. It was either this or an even steeper hill on 17th between Lincoln <laughs> and Sherman. So I go up 16th, and I am halfway up the hill. Traffic full on both sides of the street and i'm just stuck like just <laughs> oh, no. spinning my wheels i don't know what to do i keep trying to like reverse and like try to get traction and like inch it up i'm not like i wasn't panicking i just was like i, I don't know what to do and i'm going to be stuck here forever <laughs> like i'm going to have to live in my car until spring <laughs> um and so luckily a coworker was right behind me and um And she kind of gave me a little bit more room to try to maneuver. And then all of a sudden, this guy across the street, like, just puts his SUV in park and runs over and is like, pull down your window, whatever, you know, like, do you have floor mats? And I'm like, well, yeah. Like, I'm just like, all cars have floor mats, don't they? So he grabs the floor mats from the back seat of our car Mm -hmm. and puts them under the front tires to gain traction. Genius. I would have never thought to do that. (laughs) And now I know that trick and I just feel so smart. So I'm going to like help every car I possibly can in the future. So he helps me get traction and I'm like starting to get up the hill a little bit further. The next thing I know, there are three people behind the car helping to push it up, like helping to get traction by like pushing it. And they've all gotten out of their cars in like incredibly heavy traffic to like help me get up which i know also helps them yes <laughs> um, okay, we'll get to So I, I realized that but it just like i just felt so good about it and the the guy who had first got out and help with the car mat idea like he's just kind of helping like guide and he can see where the ice is so he's telling me like which way on the street to like turn a little bit to the right turn a little to the left and so i get up the light at sherman is now red. No. <laughs> and the people pushing the car, and like my new best friend, like hipster businessman, he's like, don't stop. Just keep going. And I'm like, "Ah, it's red. It's not. It's against against the law. And so, and he's like, just keep going. And then like another guy on the other side is like, just start honking your horn. It's totally cool. (laughs) So here I am like, just honking my horn, going through this red light, a Jeep coming through rightfully. It was their right of way. Um, But given the conditions, they could have been nicer. They start honking at me and yelling. So yeah. now I'm getting panicky because people are yelling at me. Hipster businessman just starts yelling and like reaming out that Jeep was like, like, "We're all helping her. Do you not see what's happening?" It's like people like are outside pushing yeah. your car, it's not like I just, you're just like running a red light. I mean, it was it was so nerve wracking, and it just totally warmed my heart that like people got out and helped, and I have no yeah. idea who they are, and I can never thank them except for my one uh, coworker, Lily, who did get out and help. The maybe best part of this is that, um, so we had a snow day yesterday, and so today is the first time that I've seen her since wednesday night and she came in and told me that she was panicking because she was wearing heels oh and was like how am i gonna get out and push a car in heels, heels. <laughs> and then realized that like one of her friends had forgotten a pair of shoes <gasps> in her car and so she's like it took me a kind of a long time to like help you because I, I was switching shoes first <laughs> and like, then i oh. wanted to like come out and help you and <laughs> And she felt really bad that it was, like, taking it her too long. And it was very adorable. Um, that's awesome. So thank you, kind strangers and great. people with all of these snowstorms. Please just be slow and kind to other people. We can't all have fancy SUVs yet um, that do better in the snow. And we still have to get home. Yep. So <laughs> another, that's uh, another- mild re- restoration <laughs> in humanity. Mild. That,
1: that's... <laughs> That's good. Uh, another um, trick um, to the floor mats is yeah. kitty litter. Yes,
0: I I did just have this conversation with my mom about having like kitty litter or sand, sand. in the back of yeah. the car, and I just don't. Yep. I could, but now I know the floor mat now trick. I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh,
0: those are good good weather tips. Be safe out there, everyone. <laughs>
1: Please do so. I, um, last time, told you that I was a failure and had not watched The Slap. And then yep. I realized that The Slap had not yet aired, so I was not a failure. Yep. But since then, three episodes have aired. <laughs> it's true. I have watched all of them. Um, so The Slap, the slow, the show is interesting. Um, the critics have given it a 68%. Uh, viewers have given it a 48 Mhm. Um I personally am probably closer to the 68%. Okay.
0: I've watched 2 of the 3 episodes and I'm going to place myself currently at about a 12%. <laughs> so I'm
1: interested to hear your thoughts. Um well so point number 1 these characters are not likable. They're not at all. They're not good characters. Um I think initially one of my notes was there is exactly 1.2 characters that mm-hmm. are good people. Um so I'll just go quickly through each episode since there's only 3. So up uh, so this the mini series focus each episode on a character. Um, um and I'm assuming this is the same as the novel that oh, each yeah. chapter would be um, From someone else's point of view exactly. About it. Um, there is a narrator that I don't like. Yep. And I'm now trying to remember if the narrator was even in episode three. Probably not because I don't remember. That him. doesn't bode well for the use of a narrator. If <laughs> The narrator use was already poor starting in episode the, one. It was terrible. Episode two, narrator is a little bit better. But I don't, I can't remember if episode three has yeah. narration. All right. Well, um, so episode one. It took nearly the entire episode to get to the slap. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> it was it was a really long time. I didn't even think about that. And meanwhile, people in the, you know, Twitter, Twitterverse was watching and watching this child who is slapped and thinking, mm-hmm. "Oh my god, why isn't he getting slapped yet?" <laughs> because uh-huh. the child was awful. Yeah. I'm not condoning slapping a child at all, but yeah. Even his character's horrible. No redeeming qualities of the child that was left. Yeah,
0: I. This was the interesting thing watching the first episode. So, we've noted that we both agree that all of the characters are terrible. Basically, um, what's hard for me in a story like this, and I, I can see both sides, and I like change my mind each time I think about it. But you want to like someone. You want to be rooting for someone, even if like they have their flaws even if they have their flaws like that's fine no one is perfect but you want to be rooting for someone you would imagine that like the kid getting slapped like you'd be like devastated and like (laughs) his poor parents and the parents worry i could not care less (laughs) the parents are and i'm sure like written that way to bother you like oh yeah the, which i'm super bummed about because the dad of the kid that gets slapped is oh, the, I know. the actor <laughs> that we talked about from the newsroom he's so amazing and i wanted to really like him but he is no very arrogant drunk the whole first episode um, and
1: it continues. And
0: it just like – it continues that the parenting style of these parents is very different from what I imagined that I would do. And so it's very hard to relate to them. Mm-hmm. Whether they are right or wrong about the things they are choosing for their child, it is very hard to relate to them. Thus, not so
1: much caring. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, so Hector – Um kind of the main character-ish. I feel like the story really centers around him. I mean, Mm -hmm. the slap happened at his house, him and his wife, um, Aisha, who is one of the likable characters. She's okay. She's a good person. She's kind of bland. There's not really much to her. Right. I guess she's not (laughs) offensive because there's nothing (laughs) to her. Um, An interesting (laughs) tidbit is that she was a veterinarian in, I think, the novel and the Australian version of the slap. Um, and is now, like, this, Interesting. like, low, like, free clinic doctor, which yeah. I feel like is almost trying to give her more um, clout or just kind of more prestige as opposed to being sure. a veterinarian. And it
0: would just, until she just sends her husband to her office to get Valium that she has <laughs> oh, yeah, hidden I in her desk drawer.
1: Like, you have no moral <laughs> ground now. I forgot about that. I'm sorry. Yeah. She's bad, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, that says a lot when she's the best of the bunch. <laughs> yeah. um, so then, episode two, I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is this is awful. Um, episode two fo- uh, focuses in on Harry, who is the slapper, Zachary Quinto. Yes, yes. Who was the villain in Heroes? Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I never watched Heroes. Yeah, it was a while ago. Okay. Um, he's awful. There's not a single redeeming quality about that man. He is terrible. Yeah. He is rich and likes to shove it in everybody's face and, like, yeah. thinks low, uh, like lower of people who do not have as much money as he has. Yeah. He's cheating on his wife. He's aggressive with his wife. He, at one point, grabbed her by, like, the nape Very of her simple. neck and, yeah. like, slammed her against the table. Yeah. Um, he slapped a child. Sure. He did. T- <laughs> kind of the whole point here. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, he encouraged his son to fight, yeah. like, stick up for himself, and got him kicked off the basketball team. Which, who's your favorite character?
0: The basketball coach! <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He's in, like, 30 seconds. <laughs> this person has maybe three lines and 30 seconds, but he stood up for what was right. He did. Which was saying, we don't tolerate unsportsmanlike behavior, <laughs> therefore, your son is going to get kicked off the team. And when um Harry, Zachary Quinto's character, like pushed him a little bit to say, like, I kind of understand, but can we like talk whatever, like the basketball coach stood up for
1: himself <laughs> and that was it. So and, and similar, I in I am fine with Harry's wife, but again, she has no Yeah. There's nothing to her. Yeah. But she also agreed that it was fine that her son get kicked off the basketball team because it was not sportsman-like character. That's true. So episode three, I start to regain a, a little um, respect. Okay. Our, our, um. This, this is what boosted me up closer to the, the 68% okay. approval. <laughs> okay. So, this episode three, um, I Don't Hate Everyone, is, is my, the title for me of the show. Yeah. And it is focused around Anuk, who is Uma Thurman. So, played by Uma Thurman. What is her.
0: Um, so, if Hector is kind of the main character and Harry
1: is Hector's cousin, cousin. who is Uma Thurman to Hector? She is their friend. Just a friend. mm -hmm. So she is Aisha's best friend. Okay. And the kind of relationship that they have is that she can stop by unannounced and just, like, come in. So it's that kind of level of friendship. Okay. She actually says that at some point. Um. She's human. She has flaws. She yeah. has complicated relationships. She has complicated feelings about her relationship with a child. He's not actually a child, but he's thir- actually he's thirteen years younger than her. Oh, the young actor that yeah. she's dating. Yes. Or whatever. She's a writer for a popular television show. Which okay. by the way, the guy that she's dating, and I'm I'm gonna forget names here, but um was on Gossip Girl as one of the main characters of Gossip Girl. Huh. And so um he actually ended up being Gossip Girl, if you if you've watched the whole series. Oh, I feel like that's a big spoiler for those of us <laughs> well, that haven't. <laughs> Get on it. Sure. It's been out for a long time. That's um, fair. So she writes this like really popular but kind of like guilty pleasure television show, and he's one of the lead actors in it, and it's about kind of millennials and this and that. Um and I feel like she's writing Gossip Girl because
0: he oh, was in the way Gossip
1: that Girl. And, yeah, that's funny. Um, but yeah, she has, She has her flaws. I wrote. I'm like, she has her flaws, but she's not going to you know slap a small child or let a small child nearly take out another small child with a baseball bat. See episode one.
0: Yes. Um, <laughs> so that the the child that got slapped, Hugo, Hugo, um, was like. Mad that his turn up at bat when they're playing wiffle ball was over and was, like, wildly swinging a full, like, wooden bat at other children, yep. like, totally spazzing out.
1: Yep. And that's one of the reasons he got
0: slapped. Uh, so where do you think, like, do you have any idea where this is going or have you, like, it's, read
1: where you... It's going to get worse um in terms yeah. of, like... So it's going to be a big, like, court battle. Yeah. And they're, they're so I think part of the reason, you know, just thinking through it, but I think part of the reason why the characters, the mom, the mother, father of Hugo, the Mm -hmm. child that got slapped, are kind of not likable, Yeah, is that this is going to get, they're going to drag everyone through the mud. They're going to drag Harry through the mud, the guy that slapped the child, he's going to drag you know, this child calling him a demon and that this yeah. is behavior that's going to yeah. show who he's going to be. I mean, it's going to get like very dirty and nasty. Yeah. And what you hadn't, um,
0: we talked about it before, but so Hector is not really having a full affair, but like Affair-ish. totally, totally into his 18 year old babysitter. Which is, and I think on. that like everyone's dirty laundry is going to get aired yeah. through this, but, So what I was just thinking was one the other side of why I can see that all of these families are not likable and, like, why Hugo's parents aren't likable is is also looking at the behavior. Like, it's not about whether the kid that got slapped deserved it or not. It's about whether (laughs) it's right for someone to slap a child in the first place and to slap a child and – Punish a child that isn't theirs, yeah, and that isn't like isn't related to them. You don't have that relationship, so I can see why you might muddy the waters a little bit of like the characters and their stories in order to have those issues be brought up and more prominently in the story. I did
1: want to mention that I noticed, and I, I haven't checked in as much with episode two and three, but during episode one, UNICEF. Um, which uh, promotes the rights and well-being of every child in 190 countries and territories um, and with a special focus of reaching those in the greatest need. So they deal with children and child issues and, and violence and all of that. So UNICEF actually used the SLAP as an opportunity to promote their cause. Oh, and we're like yeah. hashtagging the SLAP. And I'm like... That's really great. Really (laughs) interesting. Good work, UNICEF. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was great that they keyed in on that. That was some good brand marketing. I'll have to catch up and we'll have to. I think you're going to like episode three more. It actually doesn't pertain as much to the slap. There's about a scene of it. Um where the all the girls get together. and oh, okay. Actually, the mother of Hugo comes in and immediately wants a glass of wine. Sure. Continuing with that theme. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but other than that, it really just focused on uh, okay. Anuk Uma Thurman's character, and yeah. it was it was I liked the storyline quite a lot actually. Okay. So.
0: I'll give it a second shot, I suppose. I mean, we Make can it see it might get up to the
1: 48. <laughs> Maybe I'll be up
0: to the 48% in favor liking it. We'll see. There's a lot of room to move up from 12%. Yes. That's um, true. I wanted to uh, switch over to some some amazing reality TV. Yeah. The Bachelor. Ah! So So you have been watching since the beginning?
1: Of yes. this season. Of this And season. every
0: other season, mostly. Not all of them, but yeah, <coughs> yeah. mostly. <coughs> um, I have watched years and years ago, but not recently. And then um, knowing we wanted to talk about this and knowing how much you enjoy the show and some other friends talk about it, I spent last weekend catching up. <laughs> so Hulu only had from week five. That's fine. Of the process. Um, Previously um, so, it
1: was just girls that you don't learn because so there's I, yeah. so many girls.
0: <laughs> I had missed some in the beginning, but um so just thinking through, uh we will um release and you'll be hearing this, audience listeners, you'll be hearing this on Monday and Monday night is the women tell all. Drama. And then the week after will be the finale. Who will he choose? Who will he choose? I have no
1: idea. Me neither. None. <laughs> None. Um, So, a a small theme. I'm not going to go all the way back to the beginning because you don't remember these girls. Yeah. They actually had more than... Normally, there's 25 girls, and the first night went so long in filming that it was actually dawn when the first girls were going home. Oh, my gosh. It was insane. Um, And a couple girls got just wasted and part of me was like what are you doing and then part of me is like you probably haven't eaten since 5 p.m. and you're just standing here (laughs) with only champagne yeah Yeah. (laughs) so all right we'll give them some credit um yeah it was ugly (laughs) (laughs) but there were so many girls i don't even remember how many ended up being there but it was far more than 25 it was a really long night and then you have weeks of kind of knowing most of the girls and like kind of getting the idea of where your your long ones are gonna last. Okay. Um previous seasons I've actually done a draft where we pick girls or yeah. guys, depending if it's the Bachelor or Bachelorette. We did not do that this year. Okay. Um, unfortunately, but that's okay. It's always time next season. So a small theme they had this year, um and by theme I mean two women, but I feel like that's a lot in general, is that they had two widows on mm-hmm. the the show. Um, one who kind of has glorified her husband's passing. He mm-hmm. died very suddenly. I think of just congestive heart failure. Yeah, walking to work, um, and that um, uh, Kelsey, right? Yep. Kelsey, she's yep. been gone a little bit for me, but. Um, she's fresh in my mind. (laughs) (laughs) She'll be fresh in everybody's mind. Come women tell all. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Um, she like really glorified his dying. Um, and it hadn't been that long. It had been a year, maybe a year and a half since he had
0: died. I think about a year and a half. And like, based on her stories, it sounded like they had been married. Maybe not quite 10 years, but so they got married
1: really young. They got
0: married really young. Um, Maybe before 20. Yeah. And, yeah. And she was almost 30, and it
1: had been like a year and a half. Um, so she really glorified it and used it to her advantage? i I hesitate yes. to say that um, just because yeah. women, picking on women is always awkward, yeah. but television um yeah and then the other the other woman her husband actually um took his own life so a very Mm -hmm. tragic story and she i mean obviously a very different viewpoint of of it um she left before kelsey i'm forgetting her name Um, she she must have left before week five because i
0: saw her in like the the episode where chris tells all yeah um but i hadn't seen her previously
1: um he let her go in a really respectful way she had a baby Daughter, her mm-hmm. her husband had also died not long ago. Either she had like a baby, I'm pretty sure, of, yeah. like maybe eighteen months, twenty months, somewhere in that neck yeah. of the woods. Um, so he was like, I I don't, I can't keep you around, knowing that I don't feel as strongly as I should for you. You need to get back to your daughter, and it was really great. Yeah, I feel like bringing widows on the show is a little cruel. <laughs> it's a competition. <laughs> Yeah, with 25 plus women to vie for this man's heart and these women have gone through extreme loss and mm-hmm. regardless of how it happened um, I just, I don't know. I feel like it crosses a line. There, there
0: is, I mean, there are so many things about this show. It's
1: existence
0: for one. Oh gosh. Yeah. is I like mean. where I feel like things have crossed the line. So there is some like suspension of my like real thoughts about it that yeah. I have to, you know, I check, a, my, check them at the door. Put my feminist bag over um, there. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, but I do like, I think it was hard but what was also strange was one of the women. So when Kelsey, who not a likable person, yeah, not a very honest or um, real seeming, she was mean person. She was mean. She was very snobby, and judgmental. Um, she was very judgmental. So that is one component. Yeah. Of also, but. One of the one of the other girls in their, like, little testimonial confession time where it's, like, them and the camera was saying, like, well, this isn't fair because I don't have a tragic story about my husband dying. So now I won't have an edge in this competition. <laughs> yeah.
1: That was like, actually it's just, I, wasn't <laughs> it? Yeah. Of <laughs> course.
0: Of course it was. Course it was. <laughs> like, it just – like, I can understand how she felt that way because it's a competition. Yeah. And it just seemed, like – too much and too soon, and also maybe that Kelsey hasn't really processed the loss because it was a tragic and beautiful story that <laughs> yeah. has made her a better person, and now she can be on reality TV and dating this someone amazing that's amazing
1: love story, dating with 20 her other and
0: Chris. I don't know, yeah. it was just
1: very weird. I agree. Um, who so, of let's say just the top six, okay. Six, Okay, who are your favorite girls since you started watching?
0: Yeah, so since I started, um, Carly is my
1: favorite. (laughs) Carly so so fun. (laughs) Carly went home
0: a couple weeks ago. Um, She, to me, was just like the most real because she was snarky sometimes. She was sarcastic and like a little judgmental sometimes, but genuinely wanted the best for Chris and for the other girls. Um, She just also had like hilarious comments oh and gosh. she was so funny. <laughs> so she She's was my waiting. favorite. Um, whether or not she was right for Chris, who is to yeah. say she left a couple weeks ago. I would love
1: to see her as the bachelorette though. She'd be a fun bachelorette. Yeah. Sometimes they're really boring. Yeah. And that can make or break a season. So. Yeah. I think she would be really fun. Do you, is there
0: somebody that, um, that isn't Becca or Whitney? Cause we'll talk about them separately. Yeah. <laughs> that was your favorite.
1: Caitlin. Oh, Caitlin's good, too. Caitlin's so great. Caitlin turned a, told a dirty joke as her, like, introduction to Chris. Like, when she really? got out of the limo and introduced oh. herself, she said a, she gave a dirty joke. And I'm like, you're didn't know awesome. That. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to The Bachelor. <laughs> she also has, like, the best facial expressions and, like, funny reactions yes. to things. Um, no, I think she, well, I thought she was great. She's I know. I know. She'd make a good bachelorette, too, though. She'd make, I think, I think there's a good chance that she could be the bachelorette. If she would agree to it. If she would agree to it, and if they're willing to go that, I don't want to say edgy, because that's, she's not that actual edgy, but for yeah. the show, she would be. Right. Um, But it would really depend on who comes out of it. Uh, Whitney and Becca, oh, and what that true. looks like. But Is it usually like the sec the first runner up? That- it depends. Okay, it depends on kind of the love that the girl the not oh. the girls that the people feel. So right. like with, I mean Juan Pablo, who was a few seasons ago and ended up being a really terrible person, and everyone hates him now. Yeah, he got eliminated really early on in the grand scheme of the show. Oh, um, and. He was the bachelor because everyone was so into him, without knowing with him, him, and then he ended up being a pig, a really bad guy. Interesting. So, okay. but I think Caitlin could be a good a good bachelorette. She'd be fun. Yeah. So, yeah, I think there's some
0: there are some fun options yeah. from this season.
1: And then there's Whitney and Becca. <laughs>
0: Whitney and Becca,
1: the final two. Who will he choose? I just don't. I know. have no idea.
0: So based on the previews for the finale, They'll, they lie to you, um, which I know can be deceiving. They make it seem like Chris's family is saying, like, we really think he wants to choose Becca. Becca's the younger. She's, like, 25. Um, she's said, like, she's never been in love before. Um, Whitney is maybe 29 or 30. Has, like, she's like, a, a really 31. great career as a fertility nurse in chicago but wants to have a family and get married and is like at that point in her life um so in the previews they make it sound like oh he wants to choose becca but we really think whitney is right Mm -hmm. and Mm becca is not right for him Mm -hmm. i also get that feeling especially from the last episode that he really wants it to be becca yeah but i and I'm not against her. No, I think Becca's sweet. I think like, she's I like sweet. Becca a lot. She's, like, s- from what they show us on air, yep. seems to be thinking through it. So one of his hangups about her in the last episode was that she said if she gets picked, she does not want to move to Iowa, where Chris lives, and a topic for h- other conversation. Um, she doesn't want to move right away. Like, she wants to actually either date or be engaged for a while And this wouldn't be like an immediate, we're getting married and I'm moving into your house.
1: Which, how do you date when you don't live in the same city? People date long distance. Yeah, but like if you're but just for them, Yeah, like you're coming off of a television show and you're on right. a date, to That's figure fair. it out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like yeah. from across
1: the country. Yeah. I, it, that doesn't make sense to me. I could see that almost more with Whitney because Chicago and Arlington, Iowa are only 3 hours apart. Yeah, which so, I didn't realize at yeah, first. And his sisters live in Chicago. I mean, there's not I don't know. I think I'm cheering for Whitney. I really want it to be Whitney. They, I
0: oh although I cannot stand her voice, <sighs> well no. Um sorry Whitney, I still
1: love you, but I think I want it to be Whitney. I think she's the better choice for him
0: I in the long she, run.
1: Yeah. I mean Chris is ready to like get married and have babies and yeah. I, Becca who I think her heart's in the right place and I don't think what she wants is yeah. wrong at all, but I don't think it's for this situation. I
0: think that's a really good point. Like I don't think she's being dishonest in her intentions
1: I think it's great that she's saying that now
0: but also that can be really hard for this to be like the first time you think you're falling in love and then like now take away the trips to bali and the helicopter rides across mount rushmore and like you're living in iowa and not just
1: iowa you're You're living in a very small town (laughs) very small town in iowa nothing open (laughs) oh my gosh
0: (laughs) i felt so bad that was like One of my favorite and probably one of the, like, hardest parts of the show. So one of the episodes, I don't remember when, they go to Iowa and, like, some of the girls do stuff in, like, Des Moines and the big city and, like, meet his family. And um, one of the girls gets a date, like, in his hometown and, like, they're walking through the streets. (sighs) And, like, this, this to me and, like, I'm sure you can also, like, understand, like, this just brings flashbacks to places in Ohio like Mm -hmm. this is not surprising to me at all that you're walking down Main Street and there's nothing which is not even a mile Mm -hmm. and there is nothing and everything is closed the bank is open something else like one other church the church was sort of open and yeah sort of (laughs) like (laughs) I mean it wasn't technically open but then later the other girls like found the pastor pastor down the street (laughs) um but so the girls who didn't get to go to his hometown Decide they're going to go on a road trip and secretly go to the hometown and like watching these girls who for the most part are from cities, San Diego, L.A.,
1: Chicago, Chicago, she didn't go, but she
0: didn't go like Dallas, like just big cities. Yeah. And some of them grew up in small towns. And purposefully moved (laughs) to incredibly large cities. Yeah. Not just a
1: city, but like LA. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're like driving in and they're just like, their eyes are all huge and they're all just like, what the hell is this place? And you just feel like, I just felt bad. Yeah. Like, you need to really think through what you're doing. Because this is real. This is where this guy lives, yep. and he is not budging on moving no, out of it's this his place. Home,
1: and he said it's his biggest insecurity. Yeah. Um, also, uh, my good friend Tasha went to school in Grinnell, Iowa. Which is a slightly larger town, but still okay. in Iowa, <laughs> still in small town Iowa. And she was like, "This show should just be twenty-five girls going to live in Iowa in the winter, and whoever survives wins."
0: <laughs> Iowa Survivor. Yeah. I For love Chris's it. His heart. How do we get that made? Yes. Also, it's our idea. You owe us all money. <laughs> yes. Technically, Sorry. Tasha's. We're already Whatever. stealing it from her. <laughs>
1: She can be part of it, whatever. That's we'll give awesome. Her 10%. <laughs>
0: did you have other, um, so this is all like really fresh for me, but did you have other favorite moments of just like ridiculousness or amazingness from the show so far?
1: So you missed it. You missed oh. Ashley S. So I have, have you I, heard of Ashley S? I have from the episode where Chris tells all, whatever okay. that episode is called. Yes.
0: The woman who was, like, shooting, they did, like, a paintball thing, uh-huh.
1: and she went, like, bonkers. Well, it was even before that. Like, I don't know if it was an act. I, I'm still not sold <laughs> that it was really her. On the first night, and I'll, we'll put a clip in the show notes in case you haven't seen this amazingness, but um, she's having an interview, and she's talking about how she's in The Onion, and like all of the different layers, okay. The way she's speaking and like yeah. the like the the rhythm in which she's speaking is um, it, it's something special. And then she was like, oh, "Is that an onion? I see an onion." What, like in and the like, room? Well, they're outside, okay. And she like goes, and she doesn't crawl, but she essentially crawls. And like, she's like, I think it's actually a pomegranate, but I want it to be an onion. And like, picks. Okay. This pomegranate. They show that clip in the
0: episode that yeah. I saw. No, I mean, she's there's, amazing.
1: there's like other things
0: that she does. She was like walking around at night, like <laughs> snooping into the production offices and like, she thought it was a bedding ring, <laughs> eating off of craft services, like just like picking up snacks on her way. And then she came back into the house and would be like, they're out there betting on us. It's a whole betting, like a whole gambling operation. And and all the other girls are like, okay.
1: I still think it might be. I read somewhere um, a woman was like, dude, she's from Brooklyn. Like, I bet she's playing them all like a fool. Like, (laughs) realize at some point on the first night. Yeah. I guess in the beginning, I don't remember this, but she was like talking very, like, normal about yeah. all of the other girls and then there was a switch internet change
0: because it's reality TV yep. and you want to have more opportunities to be on reality TV if that's your life's goal.
1: But she there were multiple things but her in general was was a was a favorite.
0: <laughs> um I think I w- I will give you one more favorite and we can um jump to a new segment called the <laughs> rumor roundup. Uh, but my my last favorite is this Wonder Woman Megan, who I think was like twenty-four, she's from Nashville maybe. Oh and Megan. They're getting ready. So this is the first episode. Okay. This is John's favorite character. This by is the, the way. first episode that, that I character. yeah. They are real life people. Um like week five, first episode I see, they like go to Santa Fe, which is in New Mexico, just as a reference point. Um And she, they're interviewing her before they go about, like, what are you packing? What are you, and she's like, I am so excited to go to a new country. I have never been outside the United States, and I can't wait. And then she, like, goes on this whole thing about how she doesn't know why it's called New Mexico. It's obviously, like, newer than old Mexico, but she needs to like figure it out and also do they all wear those big hats like you wear in Mexico and like what are we gonna eat there like not once did it occur to her that it is a state in the United States she
1: also thought there was a beach she did she was (laughs) like packing and like trying on her bikinis for the beach (laughs) I totally forgot about that yeah I'm like there's no beach there
0: (laughs) it was amazing
1: yeah that was she was John's favorite john really liked her he was like just look at her sad vacant eyes (laughs) (laughs) she was so entertaining and for that like
0: alone i'm sad she left but it's probably for the best that she's not
1: representing people but she was really sweet she was nice she was all there just yeah (laughs) not not a great education not the greatest cram that's all no we need to improve A good, our education good, good one, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so <okay>. rumor <laughs> roundup. Feel like we need a th- like a theme song. I know a
0: new like, music. Do, 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 See if we can do, 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 work do, 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 do. on that. <laughs> rumor roundup. So two, not even two, maybe two or three weeks ago, John Stewart announced. I know I'm still getting teary about it. Um, announced that he is leaving the Daily Show. <laughs> ah, what there isn't I a do. I don't know. I just feel like he's gotten me through so many hard times. He has. Um, he hasn't said when. Uh, he know, said like it worse. could be August, it could be September, it could be December. I think his current current plan and contract is up. I think he said at the beginning of the fall, but there's no. some flexibility in negotiation. No.
1: He can't do, he, no.
0: Um, so
1: it's got to go through the end of the year.
0: Upon that announcement, oh, uh, there's been lots of rumors about who is going to take over. One of my favorite things uh, was that Jessica Williams, mm-hmm. um, people were kind of calling her out on Twitter pretty immediately after. Yeah. And I mean, there has been a big call for there to be a woman, woman. leading this show <laughs> in late night. I totally support that. I would love that to happen. I think there's some great options. There are obviously some options that I don't think are actual options. Like, oh, Tina Faye should do it. No. Amy Poehler should do it. Yeah. Okay. We all love them too, but... They're no. not going to go do this. No. <laughs> That's not where their careers are. Nope. That's not what they're going to do. So Jessica Williams, uh, current correspondent, people were calling her out and she just like totally squashed all rumors yeah, and said, like, nope. <laughs> so I'm like looking at it and we'll post the link in show notes. But she said, fact one, I am not hosting. Thank you. But I'm extremely underqualified. Um that being said, I'm super not right for it. There's quite a few people who are. Let's all stick around together and see what happens. Yeah. And so then there was kind of this backlash, um, not like against her, but saying like, don't, like, under, sell short. yeah, don't, sell don't yourself short. sell yourself short. You're totally qualified, blah, 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 blah. And she was like, look, I am underqualified. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm 25. <laughs> i also know what it takes to run the show and that's why i'm saying this isn't right right now but like
1: thank you so much and she was also didn't she say that like her worth is not tied to being a host of a television show yeah she said like my worth isn't tied to being the host like she's
0: a great correspondent Uh she does great on this she's getting roles and things other places so i thought that was cool um, so that is one rumor that's pretty much been squashed. The other was that Jason Jones or Samantha B, mm. um, would come out and be the host. I would absolutely love for either of them, especially Samantha B. Then this week, there are new reports out that they actually, um, cause they're married, Jason mm-hmm. Jones, Samantha B, uh, got their own sitcom on TBS. I didn't know that. Yep. And so they are, um, going to shift and so jason jones announced that he will be leaving the daily show after nine and a half years to run this new sitcom where i think he'll be writing um, and acting like on the show i'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. however and here is i think the important part we'll have to see how this (laughs) develops samantha b has not left the daily show Mm -hmm. and it has been unclear what her role in the sitcom is going to be Um, There's been some photos released with like the pilot episode and some other like written episodes where she's listed as a writer. So she's writing with Jason Jones, but it hasn't been clearly stated anywhere whether she's going to be a main character, have a main role, or if she'll just have a reoccurring role and could still be doing the daily Daily show show. as a correspondent or as the host. So I'm really excited that that hasn't been like shut down yet. (laughs) Yeah. So we will see. I would love for it to be Samantha B. I'll have to look That'd and be, see if there's yeah. other people that are kind of in the running. Um, I think, oh, John Oliver, of course, was like, mentioned because he took over when John Stewart um, left to work mm-hmm. on Rosewater. But he now has his own show on HBO. On HBO. His <laughs> Where he can say anything he wants. <laughs> and it's his. And he developed it. And he took like half of the Daily Show staff as his new team. And it's
1: called The John Oliver Show
0: it's amazing he's it's great it's not actually called The it's not show. but it has a really funny title um, uh last week tonight last something. week tonight yeah and they just got picked up for I think a second and third season <laughs> Woo! so he
1: is fully into his HBO show and so he gets to say whatever he wants on HBO so people stop it yeah he's not he's, going no. to give up his show no he's not people really like it <laughs>
0: So, our last, um, our last rumor report, this was kind oh, of a ridiculous one. It was were- crushed. It was already crushed, but there were rumors last week that Prince Harry was dating, um, Hermione Granger, aka Emma Watson. <laughs> and I don't know why, because I normally don't get caught up in like the royal drama. stuff. But like, my sister and I, as kids, um, they were, the princes were like, close to our age and so we always used to joke about it and and it was just fun to whatever dream about people be princesses whatever (laughs) um so it was just really exciting that like one of my favorite characters and actresses (laughs) would be dating a prince (laughs) i don't know i just thought it'd be cool that she could be like a princess princess um but she's not and she like came out in the most amazing way to like debunk this to people's disappointment um but her first tweet about it was like hey y'all remember when we had that talk about not believing everything you see in the media well that applies today and then like she had a follow-up one saying like you don't have to marry a prince to be a princess and like all of these things and she's just so perfectly emma watson but that's awesome already a rumor debunked so we'll have more i'm sure
1: yeah yeah They're always coming. Always. And always fun and amazing. (laughs) All right. So this is your two-week notice that the next episode we're going to talk about House of Cards Season 3. So watch it or enjoy our spoilers while we talk about it next time. Uh, In the meantime, where can people find you on the internet, Shelby? I am at Shelby Elizabeth on Twitter or you can find me on Facebook. And I'm at Polly Kay on Twitter and I'm also on Facebook. Uh, Be sure to rate our show and write us a cool review on iTunes and be sure to subscribe. We're on there now, so we'd love all the support you could give us. Um, Also, special thanks to our Patreon supporter, Bruce Edwards. And as always, check out our show notes on sunriserobot.net slash likelystory slash three. You'll see some pretty cool pictures of my kitties. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys.